If you've been hurt by friendship, would you say that you would be more likely to leave, stay, and either way, would you be willing to try again? At least in our experience, we don't know any other way to heal friendship wounds than to bind them up with friendship. Welcome to the Flaws of Friendship podcast, episode 27. Hello and welcome to the podcast today. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome to our YouTube. Yes, our first time ever. Hello. Which I think we've said that for the past two weeks, but we mean it this time. We really, really mean it this time. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you just have to learn the technical things, just like friendship. You know, there's like ins and outs and it seems like there's a million ways to do things. I think in this age of so much technology, Uh you're like... Not only is there just one way and one right way, they have a plethora of cords, a plethora of platforms. And you're like, what do you do? So, hey, we're plowing it out. We are plowing it out. And I don't even get to the, all the, plat- the plethora of platforms. Let me just tell them what's happened. <laughs> you're worried about the plethora of platforms. I'm worried about one single cord. That needs to be plugged into my laptop in order for this to work. We recorded this like we always do every Thursday to be ready for you. Bright and early Friday morning, Friendship Friday. And Tabitha went to upload it last night and called me. And Mm -hmm. um, so apparently the cord wasn't plugged in. Like my one job. Yeah. So that's why if you are listening to this, it's a little delayed in coming out because it's actually Friendship Friday morning and I had to come <laughs> back. This will probably come out for Friendship Friday, afternoon. Saturday. <laughs> I'll get it up there. I'll get it up there. At some point. We'll get so. it up. We'll get it out. And it uh, look, we have, we have had to re-record so many podcasts. And oh, yeah. I just want to say that if you don't enjoy this take on it, yesterday's was so much better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we really knocked it out of the park yesterday. Yeah, just y'all. come back to yesterday and you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll love us. Just imagine, like, if we say something that doesn't make sense or really stupid, just in your head go, oh, yesterday they said that so much better. I understand now. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I totally understand them now, now that I think about their yesterday. Oh. So what are we talking about today? So this is called When Time Doesn't Heal Us. Maybe it's a friend we're waiting on. Maybe it is. Maybe. So you can It was to- for you. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, tell the story of my arrival. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> skip it. Skip everything else. Just say where I came on the scene. <laughs> I'm teasing a little. <laughs> no, you're not. A little. Oh, please. Uh, so if you haven't read the blog, flawsoffriendship.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and this came from, uh, it's it's heartbreaking to even tell it, but our podcast puppy had surgery last week mm-hmm. and it did not go well. So if you don't know real fast, we actually really do have a podcast puppy. Yes, we do. That the Lord um, gave, gave to me. I had been looking for a puppy and... Just a crazy story, and I think you can go back to like our first episode and hear hear some of that, maybe. And then, I, I mean, think- we literally have a blog and a podcast on the flaws oh, yeah, of we- friendship podcast puppy. That's true, we do. So, so you, you can hear go. her little story. 
Mm-hmm. But um, so when we were, when Tabitha and I had reunited after our big blow up. Yes, we were- for those of you new mm-hmm. to this podcast, Stacey and I had a big, huge blow up. But thank the Lord he brought us back together. Oh, sorry, guys. Oh. To teach us how to, um, I don't even know who that is. They say you should never put these kinds of noises on podcasts. Oh. People do not want to hear rings. <laughs> and dings. Well, sorry, guys. Sorry. So, yes, we had this huge blow up. God brought us back together. And friendship was important to us the whole time. But, you know, friendship can be hard. Just communication and just whatever. Just the whole relationships. We all know in our whole lives that relationships are hard, but we truly believe that friendships are one of the best ones that you can have and they really change you and they have the potential to change Mm -hmm. everything. And so everything around you. So here we are and we have our little podcast puppy, like Stacy said, and but this week or, well, when we were getting back together and when Tabitha and I were reunited, we were talking about doing this podcast, the Lord dropped the name Raya or Raya, however you want to say it. But I have another dog named Ryder. So I had to call her Raya, which goes completely in line with my whole Texas bent anyway, like Raya. Raya. Um, Mm -hmm. And she is, she's also deaf and she's a Boston Terrier. um, And if you know anything about the breed, like they do already have a little smashed nose, but hers is like smashed even more in. Oh, but back to her name. So the Lord dropped Raya into my spirit mm-hmm. and I went and looked it up and the name means friend. So that is why she is named that. So she literally is our little friendship podcast puppy. She is. And she had a very hard time with her surgery last week. Um, kind of started crashing on the table um, and scared scared the team I think pretty pretty good there uh yeah yeah so they actually didn't even tell me how bad it was until this week when the vet called me so I'm glad I did it something yeah, you just I'm, don't need to know no you don't no when you think of friendship almost dying on the table and you're we're like it almost already died yeah, on almost the table died. we do not need our little podcast puppy no but I just don't us. think God's gonna gonna let that little dog die you no, know he he's not no so, um, as she was recovering on, on last week and I was just in this room with this little dog, you know, struggling to breathe that had such a hard time, whose name means friend. And of course I started thinking through my own journey in friendship and what it means when friendship hurts and what it means when friendship heals. Mm-hmm. So yesterday in the podcast that that you'll that never, will never hear, be. that will never be, but it was so good. I made the, the catastrophic mistake of turning my, my interview will onto Tabitha. Yes. And I was going to start interviewing her in classic Stacy form to deflect any and all attention from myself in regards to any of this. So I said, Tabitha, you know, do you have any friendships in your past that have really hurt you? And her answer was, no, just you. <laughs> just ours. Just ours that blew up like the 4th of July, friend. And so, so I'm not going to ask her that today. <laughs> I don't see the point, really. No, I don't. Let's skip all that and just head straight to you. <laughs> head straight to you and let me take over this interview by saying, Stacy, have you, besides our friendship, have you ever had a friendship that was really hard, that hurt? 
I have. And so I hope that by telling, telling a little bit of these stories that it actually does help heal. Because what we're finding in a lot of our communication with people is that friendship, it's, it's, I don't, they're saying it's not important enough, like important enough to make time for important enough to really invest in too much. But, but when you start really asking, it's usually because there's a lot of hurt underneath there. And so that, that question that you posed right in the beginning, are you, you know, if you've ever been hurt by, by it, are you willing or wanting to fix it or repair it, stay long enough to do it? Or is it even worth it enough to try again? Mm -hmm. And so we're here to say it is worth it enough to try again. Yeah, definitely. But in order to do for us and our there and what I love about this podcast is you've experienced it where it wasn't it was time to walk away. But with us it was time to stay. Mm -hmm. And either way you have to ask yourself, am am I willing to try again no matter what the situation is? Yeah. And so it's about the trying again. Yes. I think that's really beautiful about this podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, so right before I met Tabitha, mm-hmm. here I comes. also, here I come guys. Here I come. Okay. Sorry. Carry on. I get excited when I'm coming, you know, you're coming the on friendship. the scene. Uh-huh. I'm coming on the scene in a friendship <laughs> movie. <laughs> um, and I knew that the Lord had severed this relationship. And one thing um, from yesterday that I would like to bring back, not my question, not my for, my questionnaire, but mm-hmm. this one thing is just that, that whole feeling of rejection. And looking back, I don't know if I experienced it more or she did. It felt like I did because mm-hmm. um, I'm only in my emotions. Yeah. And so... Um, So for anybody out there who has experienced rejection and friendship, and you might be thinking, I will never want to go through that again. Well, the Lord flat out, even though it still hurt, because I knew in her brain, she kind of had cut it, cut that she had made a hard line. And so I still knew that she was feeling that sense of moving on. Um, But I know because the Lord told me I did that. I hardened her heart. I did that for you. I want you so bad. I love you so much. I did that for you. Mm. And so if you have experienced that, I just want you to to take comfort in the fact that the Lord might have just done that for you because he wants you that badly. Mm-hmm. And he wants, he wants your heart and he doesn't want anything to hurt you. And so if he could see even more hurt coming down the road or, or he knew sometimes he'll come in and just say, look, that's part of your past, but it's not important for your future. Mm-hmm. And so that's a nice segue to say that she was my past, but he knew I needed Tabitha for my future. Mm -hmm. And it was just a few months later that in walks, in blows, this little gypsy of a thing (laughs) who didn't like me. (laughs) I didn't like her, (laughs) but the... um, you know, that doorway was empty. I love the fact that God cleared it. If if he had not removed that other relationship when he did, because mm-hmm. we were always going to meet at the time we did, because it was for a specific event that we were both involved in. Yeah. And so we were always going to meet at that time. And it just amazes me how he came just a few months earlier to clear the path for you. Mm-hmm. And um, so just, you know, in, even in telling these stories, just take heart. You know, mm-hmm. I, yeah, that he has prepared a way, even if it looks like wreckage. It yeah. um, really was 
put so strongly in your blog. Like, um, I don't know if you, are you near it? I am. It was put so strongly. You don't remember. No, I just don't want to mess it up <laughs> because kidding. I liked it. Um, what was the part? The part where you say, like, I walked through the whole pretty much. Oh, you, oh, you want me to go back to, to the sweet part about the doorway? Yeah, but you put it in not like a, I mean, it was a powerful, it wasn't a sweet way. You're like, oh. she walks through like. I said, you just never know who's going to walk in and make everything better, even when it's through the doorway of a gaping hole where someone else used to be. And when I look at Tabitha now, I'm so thankful the doorway was clear. Mm. Yeah, that's so powerful to think that you'd almost think that heart would stop up something. And I think that we can find some hope in knowing that actually hurt is open. Hurt is gaping and it's like a wound. And how we said the title of this, like how neat that when it was friendship that hurt, that friendship came to fill that friendship mm -hmm. whole. Right. And it took friendship to heal the friendship wound. Yeah, yeah. And it makes me think of how you said, you know, he made the path clear for Tabitha and he'll make the path clear for you. And it just took me back to years ago, there was a horrible tornado in Oklahoma and so we were heading to where the tornado had been. And we were probably like an hour out, but they get tornadoes, you know, a lot. And so I looked out and uh, for any of you who live in Oklahoma or have been, it's very flat. And then once in a while there's trees. And I looked over and there was trees finally. I'm like, oh, they do have trees. But in the middle of the trees, you could tell a tornado had been through there at one time. And there was just like this path mm -hmm. in the trees. And all the trees were down. And when you said that, it, it took me straight back to what a gaping hole looked like to me. And that was just the wreckage of a tornado blowing through. And I just think about that relationship and your pain to just be disconnected from somebody that you loved like that, even though it was time and even though it was supposed to be, but just the, just the torn, the tornness, I can just imagine your pain and just your feelings just laid around like those broken sticks and you're just in, sitting in the pile of them. And the Lord is like, you're going to walk through. And I knew that he brought me to you and I knew that I knew, like he told me, like this, you're going to be here for her. She's hurting and you're going to help her. And so I walked, I knew what the Through path, the wreckage I of my the, life. <laughs> and I was not afraid of it. Yeah. I wasn't, you know. There was a certain grace for it. Yeah. To just, you can't who, like just, who wants to just walk in the tornado path, you know? Right. Who wants to walk in on that? And then who wants to let somebody walk in on that? Yeah. It and, doesn't, it's. No, and it when does you don't, have to be grace. Like it you does because when you don't know, you know how when you you're not really close to somebody and you don't know, and somebody just starts pouring out their heart, and you're like, "That's weird," yeah. <laughs> you know. But there was something. There was just a grace over it. Is all I can say, and it was, it was smooth for the yeah, you know, in that in it that was part. yeah, mm -hmm. it was just nothing. I'm mm -mm. like, that stuff doesn't scare me. Yeah, let me on in. Let me. Scoot over. I'll lay down with you on this floor. Did you vacuum yesterday? <laughs> I smell dog. I smell a pug. I because at that pug. time, she had the ugliest little pugs. Sorry. This Boston Terrier is much more cute. But I guess because I was there with the beginning. And she's my, like, I feel like she's mine too. Like, I can, I can deal with that little smushed face on her. But those pugs, they were old. They were stinky. And when you're trying to prey on the 
tornado alley with little pugs breath. It's it's a different experience. Let but me I tell you something. But the, I the I pug I is the most beautiful <laughs> creature. I think God has created. <laughs> what? May Mongo and Muggsy rest in peace. I love those <laughs> dogs. They were, the they were the cutest things I have ever seen in my life. And I am sorry that your eyes were blinded to the truth and the beauty of who they were. That's just something I we're going to have to agree. agree to disagree. I, I will, mean, we could tell some stories about them that just blow your scales you, off. I, I will give you the, the, the score there that they were a little stinky in their old age. <laughs> But we will be too. We will be too. <laughs> so there's grace in that too. There's grace in that too. Remember okay. that time I made you come over and like take them out? And, but they, at that point, they couldn't. So we had like two levels of stair, of steps that led up to our front door. And that's mm-hmm. how you'd take them out. So she had to carry one by one. These and they were fat. Elderly. <laughs> elderly fat pugs. Like when you she, pick them up, I was like, oh, he's got some weight to him. I got to march all the way. We were out of town for the day or something. She's like, you, I, this must be, I must love you to have to do this. And I'm thinking it is your great privilege to carry those pugs in their old age. Down those steps. Down those steps. I got exercise walking up those crazy steps. You're welcome. By myself, taking a 20 pound oh. pug down them and just like, oh, and it's so funny. They're just so, so slow. It's because they sweet, yeah. sweet and handsome. Yes, but. Anyway, but yes. so is Raya. Raya is beautiful. Raya is beautiful. And despite the pugs, I laid on that floor with you in that season as you walked out of that wreckage onto mm-hmm. new ground. Yeah. Is what happened. Yes. We just, I took your hand and we walked off of that path into something that the Lord was blooming. Kind of a garden. And it's mm-hmm. had its seasons with us. Our garden of friendship, our trees mm-hmm. have had, you know, but I think we... We know what the Lord has done, that it's been the Lord's garden of friendship, if you will. And he's been so good to tend it for us when we couldn't. And um, Yeah, it's because he restored us in such a miraculous way. Uh, how we met, what we walked through together, and then had the blow up and then the, the coming back together. And it's been so miraculous, which is why we carry such a deep burden mm-hmm. and joy over yeah. friendship. Is because we know what he's done and what we've walked through. And I like how you said before that she was connected to your past and I was connected to your future. And there's a choice to be made in there. Mm-hmm. And people make it every day. They they choose to stay in their past, be stuck and hurt and lonely. Yeah. Or they can go into the future of what friendship has to offer. and Well, that reminds me of another story that you really love. So I'll tell it. Okay. Has to do with you. Your favorite stories. <laughs> oh, look at her propping up and getting ready. She's like, fill me up, friend. Fill me up. Fill me up, buttercup. <laughs> I will fall over and bust my mugsy. You are. Yeah, you're about to fall off that stool. I'm propping bu- your boots up on this table. Did you hear table. me? I'll bust my mugsy. <laughs> That's my Muggsy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But just speaking of that, now there will be, I will say this, there are times, and you've already said this too, where it's knowing who the Lord is separating you from and then yes. who is who is actually supposed to move with you. Yes. And I just talked to a couple of friends or a friend the other day who um, she and her best friend completely blew up. And mm -hmm. the Lord put them back together too. So That's it's not awesome. always severing. Yeah. Sometimes he will knit you back together. Yes. So, but it was really incredible how this happened. So Tabitha and I, when I, and during our 16 month separation, I honestly don't know how you survived it really. I, I really don't. So I admire you for that. <laughs> Who could live without this for 16 months? It, the lights must have gone off. It was dark. It was like a hellish vacation. <laughs> Can I say that? No. It was one. That was one hell of a vacation. That's what you're saying. Hellish. No. <laughs> it was equally as bitter and equally as sweet. That's not better. That's not any better. Hey. Whatever. Hey, I mean. Yeah, for me too. He had, the Lord had to do some working <laughs> on us. By the end of it, we were a mess. And I remember just, it so was not, it wasn't pleasing to the Lord. It wasn't pleasing to us. And I was so tired. I just had a toddler and I literally just couldn't sustain it. And I was like, I, I, this is doing us no justice to what the Lord has done. And I, but I, I was too weak in my mind and in my spirit to try to fix it. Cause I didn't know how, and I'm quick to run when I feel pain like that, but having toddler hormones on top of it. Oh gosh, I just crashed so bad. And I was just like, I have to take a step because I, but I'm not going to have, I'm not going to be your, I'm not being your friend. I'm not being the one who loves you or the one that you can love right mm -hmm. now. So I just, I knew that the Lord was kind of severed how we were treating each other, how we were loving each other and how we were doing life at that moment that had kind of started to crumble and so he's building a better foundation so mm -hmm. it's exciting yeah so carry on okay so this friend this friendship that I had was was like a decade ago now mm -hmm. and um so it's been years since I've had any contact with her and during the end of mine and Tabitha's 16 month hiatus hiatus hellish vacation <laughs> Whatever you would like to say, um, I you know the it, the waters in my heart started stirring again, and um, and actually it was on my birthday that Tabitha was speaking at a at a church. Um, I was singing. no, you were singing. And, Melissa a, was speaking. Yeah, a friend of mine was speaking at Tabitha's church where she was leading worship, mm -hmm. and it was my birthday. And at first, I said I told my friend, I was like, I'm so sorry. I just can't, I can't do that. And the Lord was, I, you know, I really felt he was like, it's your birthday. And I want to give you a present. So I was like, well, it ain't there. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Sure. Give me a present while I stay home. Yeah. You know, and he's like, yeah. actually your present is there. So I went and um, for the first time in all that time, I walked in, Tabitha was singing and I literally just loved her. Like it was just a pure, I wasn't mad anymore. I wasn't like in that moment, it was just, oh, it's, it feels so good to hear her sing again. Mm -hmm. And so I just kind of sat there, you know, 
And so after we went, I, I don't know, it was a couple of days after that, because there was, I think there was a week before I saw you on my birthday. And then we, and then when I actually reached out. So what happened during that week was the Lord started playing music for me that was just constantly speaking and stirring those waters of friendship and love for her again. And then my old friend contacted me out of the blue and messaged me. And I just took that message. I know I was in my bedroom. I leaned, I just sat down. I leaned up against the wall. I put my phone out kind of just as an offering to him. And I said, because honestly, I didn't, I, I know this used to be a question in the past. What would I ever do if that knock came again. And I honestly didn't know, even though I knew he would not want me to answer it. I didn't know my answer. And so he asked it again, right before he brought Tabitha back and she messaged me and I just put that phone before him. And I said, I don't want my past anymore. I want Tabitha back. And it took me 10 years to answer that. Wow. I mean, it's really beautiful because I know how, what I don't even know if you guys can understand the momentum or the momentous. I don't even know the words for it. Just the, I don't know. Do you have a word? Just how, well, yeah. How, I mean, how, momentous how you're putting was. it is yeah. just not, it's almost like the blowing of the hole where I walked through, like the feeling of that mm-hmm. to say that I fit that and that it was healed is a big deal. Because there was a a time where we did talk about her not wanting to choose me. Where it was, she didn't want me to be her first choice. Because she wanted what she had. Because she loved her. And, you know, even though that's hard to hear, I knew it was true. I knew it was true the moment I walked in. It, You know, but to hear it, you're like, oh. But then to hear where the switch came was like... Like the doors opened yeah, in my heart to say, wow, wow, she chooses me. And I think over time that probably does wear on you, you know, to not want to be chosen in that way. And so for you to come back to me and say, I actually do choose you now, it kind of opened up something in my heart to be loved better by you, you Mm -hmm. know, but, um, yeah. So it's just when a we're special hurt, time. I mean, when we're hurt that way, we love very brokenly. Yeah. And, you know, and I, and we both did, mm-hmm. you know, and just in different hurts and different ways, we, mm-hmm. we just loved each other very brokenly. Yeah. And when, when God came in to heal that, we could love each other so much better mm-hmm. and wholly mm-hmm. whole, not whole, whole W H. Oh uh, yeah. Really? Both. both. Yeah. True. Holy, 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 holy. Holy, holy, holy. She's making fun of my international phonetic alphabet for singers, which I was telling her about. (laughs) (laughs) So she's got to blow her air into one of the sounds, but yeah. Okay. The W's get the holy and holy. Okay. (laughs) I can do that all day, but I won't because you guys will turn this off. (laughs) I don't want you to do that. Uh, So... It's a very, very beautiful thing. But in the in the blog, I had linked an article to um, 
to one that I was reading and the author was literally telling stories about just the pain that friendship had caused people. It's often, I mean, it's as bad People will describe it as being just as equally awful as a divorce. It tears your soul apart because you do have soul ties to people, even when they're not your spouse. Yeah, there's such deep connections. Mm -hmm. And so if you have a minute, really go read that article. It's so good. But her question is like, why don't people talk about the pain of this? Because we don't give it the platform it deserves or the time to heal that it deserves. Yeah. And, and at the flaws that we are the platform for that. Right. We're letting the pain come out so the healing can come. Mm-hmm. So go to the blog, read that. Yeah. And, um, and you know, if you've been hurt at all by friendship, but I just wanted to say, um, I think I said this yesterday, the empty chair thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So if you do have some forgiveness that you need to give somebody, there's a, there's a technique, I guess you'd call it, it's called the empty chair. You probably all heard, heard this in some form, but I I heard an interesting take on it. So I'm going to repeat it. Yeah. But it's kind of this idea that you get in a room and you set, I mean, this guy had three Mm -hmm. or four empty chairs in front of him, each representing someone that he needed in his life to forgive. Mm -hmm. And so he just set it up and he was just kind of pouring his heart out and just saying, here's how you hurt me. And, you know, and he just kind of had a conversation in his imagination about it. But this take was that he also put an empty chair right beside him. And he imagined that to be Jesus's chair. Mm -hmm. And he turned to Jesus and he said, I am so sorry for the ways that I have hurt you. And he said, in that moment, I felt Jesus so much forgiveness and so much love pour into me Mm -hmm. over what I had done to him Mm -hmm. that I could then give it to my four chairs, to those Mm -hmm. people. And I just thought that was so profound and beautiful. And if you do actually need to forgive this, I mean, obviously is not just restricted to friendship, Mm -hmm. but since we're talking about it, if there are friends that have really deeply wounded you and could be over the years, I mean, don't feel bad if you were five and you're like, I can't get over with that person. I mean, put yeah. an em- make an empty chair for that person yeah. and just walk out some healing and mm-hmm. so that you can move on and experience the, just the greater joy of what friendship is supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. You know, I think we've said we're not here. We love talking about friendship, but we're not here just to talk about friendship, but what it can do in your lives when you really do this well, you do it wholly, and you then link lives with somebody and you go forward doing so much more than you could ever do alone. So mm-hmm. it is about the feel good part of friendship, but it's more, but it's, it's like, yeah, like so you said, it's tied the, to your purpose. Yeah. It's the forward. I like that. Yeah, like the, the forward, forward thrust. Yeah. Of what friendship can bring. Yes. And who you can become when you truly connect with it in healthy and holy ways. Yeah. So that's why we're here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I'm not leaving. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Are you? Let me think for a minute. No more vacations for you? No more hellish vacations. The only ones we're taking it together. Together in our lake house with our pontoon boat. Woo! (laughs) Happy Friendship Friday, everybody. If you need healing and you really are feeling alone in this process, we are here for you. It's one of my passions is just to be here for other people who are experiencing that because I know what it feels like. 
So reach out if you don't have anyone to talk to about it. Have a great week. If you enjoyed this, please follow us, subscribe, and share it with your friends. See Happy you next Friendship week. Friday. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.